A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. Today we have a special guest with us. Uh, she is all the way from the U.S. U.K. 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 Yeah. UK. Uh, Kat, Kat. Her name is Cat, and she is the CEO and founder of Amo Lingua. Lingua. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let let her share with you a little bit more. Um, Cat, would you like to introduce your platform? Yeah, definitely. Hi everywhere, like hi everywhere, everyone. Yeah, so I'm a Katrina Mutiva, this is complicated, so Kate. And the platform is called Amalingua, which means I love languages. And so what we are doing, we're teaching you languages, cultures, like cultural mindset, memory training, public speaking, it's all in one package. And it's not just for you like to learn a language, but it actually for a particular purpose for a girl. So it can be, well, it can be your business. You can enter a new market and you definitely need to get the idea of this marketing persona. So it's social bits, yeah? So if you're going to China, you need to understand Chinese culture. Otherwise, how are you going to sell there? Or if it's engineering, so we'll help you with engineering vocabulary and as well the social idea, actually how it works there, let's say in Germany. Difference here with Singapore, yeah. So Kat, how do you get started on um, starting this platform? I mean, I, I'm really excited for you. You know, you are going to come into Asia, you're going to Shanghai, even, right? Yeah. So how do you even get started in the first place? Well, it's a long story. If we start, you know, now we will never end even like, you know, in the morning. The point is that 10 years ago, when I was in linguistics, well, it just dawned on me. I wanted to actually to get some language school, but I didn't know how it would work. I knew that it would involve some high technology because already I was dreaming about, you know, some of VR, yeah, you know, it was the start. And so what happened that uh, three years ago, well, I started with memory training and I was teaching with all these linguistics and we pulled together technology and started just testing, experimenting and last year, um, in, 20, like in 2015, then we were incubating in London and after that, Scotland, getting more and more clients, excited about, well, this combination of technology, right? And then last year, we actually launched properly this project and uh, it was like first about the service, so we were just, you know, teaching people and seeing the results, the statistics. And when we got like the success rate of over like 80%, that actually people don't, don't drop out, you know. Because mm. like the problem is that all these, uh, well, apps, they are really cool, you know, for language learning, for example, or like Udemy and so on. But people don't finish the course, you know, that like the drop dropout uh, drop rate is like extremely high. But when we realize that our case, it's just 3%. You're like, okay, that's really cool. So yes, I, that was first the service. And then we attracted more and more people like, from technology. And then we formed a partnership for a platform. Uh, like, you know, uh, this company is working in like public sector and HR. And now, yeah, we are preparing like fully like technologically, like 
you know, equipped platform with our own tailored materials based on our methodology. So it's not just somebody, you know, coming down from a sphere of business who has no idea about education, linguistics, you know, uh, and saying, oh, yeah, there is a niche, there is a market. But there are, like, people who are coming from academia, from linguistics, experimental, like, thinking, and then technology. That's it, tag. So, thanks, Kat. Well, what is, to you, um, a woman of influence? I mean, now you're sitting as CEO position, you are a woman leader. I'm curious, to you, what is that? It's interesting. I think uh, it comes with practice and experience and with your failures. I think the first call for me was when I was invited for a TED Talk and then when I actually wrote my first book and then second book and it was all again more about education and languages. But then it started kind of, you know, hyping as well in business world. So then some, you know, top managers and business people started asking me, oh, actually, how does it work? Can we apply it? And you understand Oh, actually that's one of the points that is now so relevant that people who are trading internationally who are expanding globally want to know more want to understand want to dominate this area so I believe that when you work extensively in particular area, like I've been in this like for nine years like personally right and then getting and trying to apply your expertise in this particular company project that's when it happens. But still, it's I understand that it's yeah, there is influence. But the like you know, the further you go, the better or the worse it becomes. You never know. Yeah. So what what are some of the myths uh, and obst- uh, myths about influence that you have come across being in the corporate world? Okay, well, with corporates, it's quite. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite, yeah. It's interesting because uh, it depends as well on the country, it depends on the culture of co- corporates. So, again, even in Europe, different corporates, yeah, different cultures, but we all know that we need lots of patience here yeah, with corporates because we have the structure. However, as soon as you gain the trust, yeah, among top management, so you start working with them, then you actually gain the trust of the whole company. So, so would that be a, a, a way of influencing other people? It could be, but I would say the influence, it's more, you know, depends what you think, you know, about influence. So in my case, it's more about contribution and impact. So if I can contribute uh, to the development of a particular company, that's the influence. Yeah. If uh, somebody asks me for advice for development of like strategy, marketing strategy in a particular country, yeah, it can be influence. But I don't consider myself right now as like this huge, you know, expert in this because, well, even that I've learned, I worked, you know, studied in so many countries, over 10 countries. So it's a lot. Yeah. So you gain this, you know, round, you know, experience. It's amazing. However, you just discover how much you still need to learn. And like with corporates, yeah, definitely. It's amazing that as soon as you get into this world, you can influence so many more people. However, I think that's the next step. So what do you think is holding women back in terms of influence? Right. There are lots of things. <laughs> so, for example, in 2015, when I was in incubator in London, um, we had an intensive program and we met with lots of VCs every day. And I have just, you know, the whole library of quotes, <laughs> what I was told. Well, I faced racism, chauvinism, like everything. 
So there was one guy who told me, oh yeah, I can see it's working, yeah, yeah, I can see it's working. But what about like in three, five years time, when it's going to become global, when you're going to have thousands of thousands, you know, clients, why not to keep it as a tiny ladies business? I was, well, first I was speechless, but then, you know, I kind of like, you know, grabbed myself, I was like, you know what? Thank you very much for your advice, but my ambition won't allow me to keep it tiny. Yes. Wow. And then it was it was in summer, and then in November it was um, G in uh, um, uh, Global Entrepreneurship Network, yeah, and like Global Entrepreneurship Week around his birthday. So basically, it was Global Entrepreneurship Week and then his birthday, and that was when we were announced about top 20 world startups. And we were still like we were still experimenting, right? It was even called Europe Online because we just, you know, we didn't know where it would, you know, lead us. And then we were like, I'm on top twenty, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to send you a birthday present. And I sent him actually a link, just you know, saying, <laughs> "That's it, I've done it." <laughs> yeah. So basically, is that how it works? But it's it's crazy. I believe that right now, business world, sorry, startup world, is so highly dominated yeah by man widely dominated by man uh, that it can be scary intimidating especially if you're coming from some BA like bachelor of and no major in English or whatever it is you know humanities and then you're trying to get into tech oh god because they are going to look at you as if you're crazy you're incompetent you know and you have to work twice harder like everywhere you have to well to position yourself to show that but not again not like to become a man you know it's very important but actually still be female it's very important mm. and actually embrace your feminine side being somewhere soft you know compromise but you know push it with a soft power and it's very important because I realized that when last year I felt like becoming more and more you know kind of man in terms of like you know my behavior like with uh, my counterparts you know and then I was like, wait, 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 I'm losing myself. So remember this, when you're building, actually, when you're building your business, it's your baby. So you're, like, you know, mother. So actually, yeah, act like a woman. Don't forget. Okay. Kat, I, I, this leads to the next question. What is your proudest accomplishment in terms of influence? I mean, I, I hear you said that you stood up for yourself, you're not going to play small, and this is what Soul Rich Women stand for. When you have a dream and we have a dream, we are not going to play small and you know, belittle ourselves and hold back our self-worth. We're going to go out there and, and get it done. So, what is your greatest accomplishment to date in terms of your influence? And where would like to find out more? And Well, definitely, as I say, uh, like, it's about your domain, yeah? So first, I realized myself more like in linguistics, and I've been working on the theory of how language actually influences our cognition. And uh, actually, if you watch the movie Arrival, maybe you've heard of it, it's actually discussing the theory, and I've been pushing it. And went from linguistics from academia, started pushing it into business, and actually spreading a word, as I say, performing, you know, in public, like on big stage, and then writing books, and then going more and more into technological world and saying, like, to these corporates, look, guys, you can't just take language and then bring your personality from, let's say, your native language to this and just kind of, you know, repeat words. It doesn't work this way because it's communication. And people started listening. That was the moment. 
that's amazing. So I believe that it's about going there, getting high and high, as well as this hierarchy, and putting your voice out there and being really determined. Because I can tell you with the theory, even like in academic world and like general, it was always very tough because it's like relative linguistics and nobody really knows what happens in our brain. But when you experiment with this and you get real data, I mean, like, uh, with your students, you know, from like empirical analysis, people start listening to you like, wow, something is shifting. So yeah, I believe that this is one of the biggest accomplishments, but that's a start. Wow, that's awesome. So last question, what is your one advice for women who are, you know, striking out on their own? I have this like 3D formula, dream, decide, do. That's it. Just, you know, dream big. And if your dreams don't scare you, <laughs> so you don't dream, you know, big enough. That's very important. And think globally. Don't think locally. I mean, locally is good when you start entering, you know, markets and you try to adjust to this local markets. But always think global. Yeah, that's it. Well, so thank you very much, Kat. This is Janisha Laura signing off. And more of the show notes on soulrichwoman.com. And catch Kat on soulrichwoman.com, soulrichwoman TV. See you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it five stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding the Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.